Okay, so now that we've, you know, gotten out of all the boring intro DNA stuff, now we can start talking about the real biochemical stuff. Um, I'm going to talk about telomeres and single copy DNA versus repetitive DNA. So let's start with telomeres. Um, remember, chromosomes have that distinct X shape, and really it's not really an X so much as it is two Cs is kind of how I think of it. You have one backward C and then joined to one forward C, and uh, what we see is there are four ends to that chromosome, right? On each uh, sister chromatid, you have two ending points, right? Uh, and so this is where we t can begin discussion about telomeres, which are literally caps for those points, okay? And the ends of chromosomes are capped with telomeres. And telomeres are found in eukaryotes because uh, prokaryotes, remember, their chromosomes are single circular chromosomes, right? They have a, one chromosome that's a circle. So there are no ends in a circle, so it can't have any caps to it, right? So therefore, telomeres can only be found in eukaryotes and not prokaryotes. Um, telomeres uh, protect the chromosomes from deterioration. That's their function. Uh, remember, if you recall from um, mRNA processing, remember we took pre-mRNA and we did a couple things to it. We spliced out introns, but mainly, uh, or not mainly, but in the context of this, in the context of telomeres, we added a cap and a tail. Remember that we added a five prime cap and then a poly A tail uh, to the pre-mRNA to the. Uh, mRNA to make it mature mRNA. And that was because we didn't want the mRNA reacting with anything until it got to the ribosome. This is the exact same concept. Telomeres cap the chromosomes so that the DNA, remember, you know, chromosomes are just, you know, DNA tightly wound around histone proteins and some other components. We don't want that DNA strand reacting with anything else, especially with the, our discussion about DNA being super negatively charged. That means it's very reactive and unstable, right? So we need these telomeres here to stop it from reacting with anything. Um, uh, specifically, uh, in the case of replication, because uh, telomeres, um, uh, in addition to uh, protecting the chromosomes from deterioration, they also allow for uh, a quality replication to occur. And what I mean by that is when you're replicating, right, if you have an enzyme that's replicating a chromosome, the enzymes never uh, stop at the very end of the strand. The enzyme doesn't just keep replicating until it reaches the end and then detach. No, the enzyme has a very specific and controlled way that it detaches. It detaches, uh, you know, early, not at the very end of the strand, because it needs to make sure that everything it just re replicated remains kind of glued on, essentially. So it does not just fall off the end. The enzymes don't just fall off the end, rather they stop somewhere near the end. But now this invites the issue of, wait, okay, but if it stops near the end, then, you know, the part, you know, there's a little section that it didn't get to. And that's a problem because all this information needs to be replicated. And every time the enzyme replicates, you know, you would lose some information, right? So that's why with telomeres, they're very helpful because telomeres are actually, they have no genes. They have no genes. Um, uh, so there's no issue with them uh, uh, being acting as that small unreplicated portion. So a lot of times enzymes will replicate the whole strand and then they'll reach the telomere and then they'll, you know, replicate a section of the telomere. Uh, or they'll, you know, just you know, stop like halfway through the telomere. They'll stop doing anything. It doesn't matter because there's nothing to replicate on the telomere. It's just a space. Um, so that's why it, so that's how telomeres uh, both protect the, chrom uh, the chromosomes from deterioration as well as allow for quality replication. Okay, without them, replication would stop early. Uh, so this leads us to two conclusions that we can talk about. Number one, telomeres are essentially buffer zones because there's no significant replication occurring there. They're, just, they're this buffer zone. And number two, um, telomeres prevent the so chromosomes from sticking together. And, and this is just a derivative of the thought that I already mentioned that remember when I talked about mRNA, 
being capped and tailed so that it doesn't react and telomeres cap chromosomes so the chromosomes don't react with other molecules well one of the things that chromosomes can we can react with is itself right it can react with one 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 end can react with another end so we want to prevent that and telomeres allow us to do this uh, think about it if you had a chromosome whose uh components uh, attached to each other, uh, then you're, sen you're essentially just doubling or elongating the genetic coke, right? The genetic code is supposed to end here, but now you've added like a million more uh, nitrogenous bases and you know, you've added more to the genome. And so actually the whole genetic code now is changed. Um, so that's why telomeres allow for this. Um, one thing that's worth noting now, now that that's kind of a little introduction to telomeres, one thing I have to mention before I go into a single copy versus repetitive DNA, I want to mention that each time chromosomes replicate, telomeres get shorter and shorter. So literally, telomeres are essentially used up, okay? They're not just a cap that stays there forever. They're used up with replication, okay? Uh, so um, so now this presents an issue of, wait, okay, so telomeres are getting used up. So once they're used up, the chromosomes are protected and they attach, they attach to each other and replication doesn't occur, you know, quality replication doesn't occur. And the solution is very simple. And that is the telomerase enzyme uh, is capable of re-elongating re telomeres. So it just adds more telomeres, telomere section. And you might say, well, how, did it, how does it do that? Is that a complicated process? No, because telomeres, what did I tell you? They contain no genes. They're literally a, like, you know, a, a section of no, nothing. It's just kind of there. So uh, it's very easy to elongate. And that's exactly what this enzyme telomerase does. Um, so obviously what this tells you is cells that replicate frequently, do you think they'd have a lot of telomerase or a little telomerase? If they replicate frequently, that means they're using a lot of t telomeres or telomere sections, which means they would have a lot of telomerase. And that, that is what's happening. Um, one th uh, the last thing I'll mention before I discuss single copy and repetitive DNA is that if telomeres are used up, so the chromosomes stop replicating. Okay, and this kind of goes back into the idea that I was talking about that telomeres, their presence allows for quality replication to occur. So if telomeres are used up, that your body doesn't take a chance. It doesn't say, oh, okay, well, we can try to replicate even though we don't have the telomeres. Your body says, nope, we're not replicating. If we don't have those telomeres, then we're not going to, the enzyme won't be able to leave uh, properly. It might, it'll leave out some data to replicate or it'll leave, it'll fall right off and, you know, everything will, you know, blow up or something. I don't know. Um, uh, so your body just stops the, the replication for that cell. And remember that, you know, the division of chromosomes is a part of cellular division, right? Or sorry, the replication of chromosomes is actually one of the first steps of cellular division. In other words, when telomeres are used up, the chromosomes stop replicating, but by extension, the entire process of cellular division is stopped as well, and the cell actually dies in this case. So telomeres are really important. Okay, so now that I've given you that uh, lengthy introduction of what telomeres are, I can quickly discuss um, single copy DNA versus repetitive DNA. Let me get a little closer to the mic here. So, um, you know, those names are, you know, well named. That actually tells you all of it. Single copy DNA is a DNA sequence that is, does not repeat. So there's no copies in the sequence. Uh, whereas repetitive DNA is a DNA sequence that repeats. Uh, so you have like, uh, you know, AT, 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 that would be a repetitive DNA sequence. Uh, I think of it like a, um, like a, you know, in math, like an irrational number such as pi, 3.14159265359, blah, blah, blah. That, you know, it goes on forever, but it doesn't repeat, right? Each number is different. There's no particular order to it. So that would be an example of single copy DNA. Repetitive DNA, you can just think of like one third, the fraction expressed as a decimal. What is that? 3.33333, that's repetitive DNA. Um, 
So I will tell you that um, you have, we kind of classify it you know, loosely. We have single copy, we have somewhat repetitive, and then we have highly repetitive DNA sequences. That's kind of those three. There's that, there's the two extremities. You have single copy, so no repeats. You have on the other side, highly, highly repetitive uh, DNA sequences, all repeats. And then you have this middle zone where there's somewhat repetitive. I will tell you right now, telomeres are an example of highly repetitive DNA sequences. Okay. So that second thing that I mentioned, highly repetitive DNA sequences that repeat forever. And what I'll tell you is, um, uh, in terms of you know what they do for our genetic code, do telomeres do a lot in terms of determining our hair color or our eye color or you know our sex or whatever it is? No, your your telomeres don't do any of that. So actually, telomeres have are really you know I don't want to say not important, but that's really the word they used in the module. They're not important genes for the. Um, for our genetic, for our human genome, okay? They have their other important factors, they protect and they ensure quality replication, but in terms of a genome and you know your genetic code, telomeres and really by extension, all highly repetitive DNA sequences are all uh, you know less important and they have actually no effect on that. Conversely, single copy DNA, those are the important genes. So I'll actually go through each one now. Single copy G, uh, DNA sequences hold most of the organism's important genetic info, okay? And uh, these uh, gene, this DNA, these DNA sequences are transcribed and translated, obviously, and they have a low mutation rate. And we can just reason out, you don't even need to memorize that. Why We'd want this to have a low mutation rate, right? Because we don't want to mess around with our genome. We don't want any mutations in it. Right? We don't want, you know, to one, you know, we don't want to have like, you know, a brown eye on the right side and then a yellow eye on the left side. We don't want mutations for the stuff that actually decides our, you know, um, who we are, right? So single copy DNA is the most important for organisms, important genetic information, uh, and it is transcribed and translated and there's a low mutation rate. And this actually, this pattern follows perfectly. The somewhat repetitive DNA sequences are actually found near the centromeres, what joins the sister chromatids together at the center, center of the chromosome. Um, and these may contain transcribed and translated genes. So like it has parts that are transcribed and translated and then parts that are not. And then it also has a higher mutation rate than single copy. Not super high, but higher than single copy DNA sequences. Finally, you have highly repetitive DNA sequences like telomeres that have no genes at all. And if they have no genes, you think they can be transcribed and translated? Nope, they can't because they don't have any genes. Uh, so they're not transcribed and translated and they have the highest mutation rate because those strands don't matter for genetic information. They're just there for protection and ensuring quality replication. Um, so I'll, you know, I'm a fan of proportionality statements, so I'm just going to say it right now. Degree of repetition is proportional to mutation rate and then inversely proportional to importance of information, genetically speaking. So if you have a low degree of repetition, right, those are the single, um, single copy DNA sequences. If you have a low degree of repetition, you have a low mutation rate, which means you have a high uh, uh, priority of that information. And, you know, you can think of the opposite. Um, Remember that human, uh, actually not remember, but I will give you, I'm not sure how important this is, but they mentioned in the module, um, human telomeres, we actually know what their sequence is. I, the sequence is exactly this. It is G, G, T, T, A, G. Six nitrogenous bases form this human telomere. At each one of our 46 uh, chromosomes, um, we have these telomeres on each of the ends. So again, it's from the five prime to the three prime, it's G-G-T-T-A-G. -G -T -T and this is the name for that sequence. Um, and there are approximately 2000 repeats for this.